0: Hello and welcome to Two Nerds Podcast, a podcast where two nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Nick with no K, and today I am joined by Megan with no H, and we are going to talk about everyone's favorite $10 founding father, Alexander Hamilton. We're gonna talk about the musical. Well, yeah, that would, that would. We're talking about the musical Hamilton. Woo! Now streaming on Disney Plus. It's only six ninety nine. I know. So it's incredibly cheap, which I can't believe Disney decided. You know, let's just sacrifice the billions of billions of dollars we could make by putting it in the theater by releasing it on our streaming platform that only costs six ninety nine.
1: Frozen on Broadway probably closed because of this.
0: <laughs> they are like okay we can weigh our options uh you can hamilton keep a broadway show
1: or hamilton it's like hamilton <laughs> i mean
0: i think it's hamilton
1: well yeah, frozen no. frozen's going on tour so yeah
0: it is or it was it
1: is it's going on tour
0: oh so it's not not dead
1: no it's not completely dead it's just not on broadway at the moment
0: oops oh well
1: but well, we're not well, here to talk about frozen.
0: No, nobody we're cares here to about talk frozen. About That's Hamilton. why it got taken off of Broadway. Cause frozen is a frozen is a dead trend that needs to stay dead, surprisingly enough.
1: Okay, the okay, I will say the musical's really good.
0: Well, well yeah, that. I remember we saw the the frozen like the what was it the condensed version or whatever? At the, at the Hyperion. At the, mm-hmm yeah at disneyland that well, it's was nothing really like good. that
1: i haven't seen it i've heard very a lot of good things about it so
0: as much as i've you know as much as i don't like frozen or at least the first one because it was so overused and overplayed and over whatever um as much as i don't like frozen i have to admit that the hyperion what we saw there was really good
1: yeah and of course Broadway is amazing all of theater's amazing, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, by the
0: way, uh, if you didn't know, uh, Megan here is our certified theater nerd. Oh, yes. So, I she's take... definitely going to nerd out a little bit, so for all you theater nerds listening... Uh, oh, yes. There's your dose. You're now, about I'm to not, a lot of things. So. I'm not a theater nerd at all. Um, I've only watched two Broadway musicals, one of them being Hamilton, the other I got one to being watch Newsies! Newsies. Newsies so was good. good. Faye, was I'm good. glad
1: you liked it. See, I'm glad you listened to me. I've been bugging him for years, saying, you need to watch Newsies. It's really good. I think you'd really like it, since you like Hamilton. And lo and behold, he liked it. So, well, I was right again.
0: to be fair, mm-hmm. Newsies was on Netflix, and I was going to watch it, and then it got jerked off of Netflix. Yeah. So, I wasn't able to watch it until they put it on Disney+. Plus. So... That's, that's nice. Now, anyway, we're not here to talk about all those no. other musicals. No. We're here to talk about the greatest one of them all, Hamilton, mm-hmm. an American not musical. Yes,
1: it's
0: really glorifying nice. the founding fathers, the revolution, and what came after. So that's yeah. nice. And I gotta say, the the release of this was very interesting. Uh, you know, amidst a global pandemic. um nationwide riots protests and all of that stuff and then like just basically where culture is at right now uh yeah let's drop something that talks about the founding of america because yeah money so and i mean nobody's really been up in arms about hamilton and i think that's nice nobody was like ah george washington was in this musical i i want it to be gone yeah (laughs) thank god there's nobody who's like that maybe there is i don't know it is but from what I've seen, like, personally and on the internet and, you know, Twitter and Instagram is Hamilton is universally loved by those who watch it. And even if you're not a musical person, you've probably watched or listened to Hamilton. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of how Hamilton has worked because it's, it's a cultural phenomenon that swept the world in 2015 when yeah. it was released. And now, five years later, there's finally an official Broadway recording of it, you know, aside from all of the pirating and the illegal activity of watching, we finally have, like, an official
1: version to watch. Do not, no pirating, no, no bootlegs, no slime tutorials. Piracy is illegal. No Broadway slime tutorials. They are very bad. Don't, don't do it. No recording those.
0: Yeah, those, and really, recording Broadway only hurts Broadway, because it's the same as if you record a movie in the theater and upload it. Well, like pirating. okay. I
1: have a point. I have a point about that. So, and I saw a video on this. Um, so, you know, most of the people... Like, if someone watches a pirated recording of a movie, then yeah, they've already seen the movie. But with theater, this is what's really interesting. With theater, you probably still want to go see it. Because one, probably the pirated f- footage is awful. Um, and two, like... Like, you wanna, you still wanna experience it, cause, and we'll, we'll get to this later, the pros and cons of pro shots and, um, seeing it live, so, but we'll get to that later.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, not gonna lie, I watched a few pirated clips of Dear Evan Hansen, <gasps> because there's no official out of that yet, but, <laughs> now keep in mind, I don't like the whole of Dear Evan Hansen, I like four songs, mm, and that's like it.
1: like
0: more than that. No, no, yes, I, do. I really yes, don't. Yes, you do. No, yes, I like, like four songs from the entire musical. You like more than that.
1: Like, you, know, you like at least, like,
0: half the album. Half the... That's a stretch. I think Whatever. Anyway, Hamilton, an American musical, <clears throat> written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is basically modern-day Shakespeare. Prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, so, before we talk about what we thought of, you know, the pro... The professional recording on Disney+. Plus. How were you introduced to Hamilton? Or how did you discover Hamilton?
1: Well, this is an interesting story. So, I was in 7th grade. And this is when I first discovered that theater was a thing. This is before I started even doing theater. And one of my friends came up to me. And she asked me if I wanted to do a musical. And to which that I responded what's a musical? So she explained like, well, it's like when people sing and dance and all that. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. And that's when I did my first musical. That was, it was Honk. Very good musical. I love it. Um, and then while I was there, you know, doing my first musical, she introduced me to Hamilton with the first song being the Skylar sisters. Um, and I listened to it. I'm like, wow, this is a really good song. And then i discovered helpless and then all the songs after that i was like wow this is a really good musical this is amazing so yeah so hamilton was actually the first musical that opened me up to the world of theater like because then after that i found dear Evan hansen and then i found um what did i find after that um like annie and I didn't find this immediately, but Finding Neverland, which is my favorite musical, and Newsies, and all of the musicals that I listen to now, I, um, I, you know, how do I wear this? Um, like, all of those musicals, like, I, I listen to now is because I, I listen to Hamilton first. And it, I mean, like, I could have listened to, like, any musical first, but the right. fact that it was Hamilton is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that kind of introduced me into the world of theater so Hamilton it was my favorite musical back then but then I kind of found other musicals that I think personally are a bit better like Finding Neverland favorite musical it's amazing and then Newsies obviously but yes I love Hamilton it's incredible I still wish I can see it in person um but yeah Hamilton kind of opened the doors of theater to me
0: yeah i think hamilton was the the gateway musical for a lot of people mm-hmm. it
1: wasn't just me it was a lot of people
0: because it was so popular mm-hmm. and so listened to and shared and watched by a lot of different people who may not have normally watched that because the rap and the hip-hop kind of appeal exactly to them. and you know some people are like i don't like musicals because too much like an opera but then you throw rap into it and you're like whoa you can tell stories while singing
1: and dancing that's amazing i'm learning
0: about history while singing which i want to point out that i've learned more about u.s history from hamilton than i did from the two years i spent in u.s history in school
1: (laughs) i'm taking u.s history this year so i'm very curious how it's gonna line up
0: they talk about Hamilton for like a chapter and a half and then you're done. Like so they, disappointing. They don't even They don't they usually don't mention Hamilton a lot. They're just like, oh yeah, the American Revolution was a thing, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, uh James Madison, all these big people and they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, Alexander Hamilton was there. Next.
1: Mm-hmm. See now we get to learn more about him. So how how did you find Hamilton. Me. And I have to give myself credit because I'm the one who got you Okay, into whoa, Hamilton. whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. So, for me, Hamilton was... Uh, so, when it came out back in 2015,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't really hear about it till 2016 because yeah. all of the choir kids at my school were also... Some of them were theater kids, so they listened to Hamilton and they were all like raving and singing Hamilton on our choir retreats and they would walk in singing different like songs and i was just like ugh look at these theater nerds disgusting wow i'm
1: offended and
0: <laughs> okay. i just completely paid no attention to them i was like Hamilton is dumb it is silly and i'm never going to listen to it flash forward about a year <laughs> and Someone finally gets me hooked on Hamilton. <laughs> the me. first song... The first song I really got into was You'll Be Back. Uh-huh.
1: I remember And then that. from
0: there, I went on to listen to, like, the songs before that and then the songs after that. And I bought the soundtrack on Apple Music, which feels wasted now because I only use Spotify Premium, but whatever.
1: Get Apple Music. It's
0: awesome. Um, so I listened to the whole soundtrack. And the thing was, because I got into it in 2017... All of the people in my choir who were into it in 2016 had moved on to the next thing. Yeah, like
1: Dear Van Hansen or... Was Ted Dear Evan Hansen. Or whatever.
0: Yeah. So they had already moved on to the next thing. And I was like, hey, guys, wait, but I'm back here. I like Hamilton now. Can we sing Hamilton together in choir? Like, can we do that? Uh, spoiler alert. We never sang Hamilton in choir together. Well, Although,
1: duh.
0: <laughs> I did sing um, You'll Be Back for one of the talent shows we did on our retreat, which yeah. was really fun. Because when you get to the da, da 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 everybody sang it with me. And that was really oh, that was really fun. Um,
1: that would be enough. I used as an audition song once. I was young and I know for those theater people that's like, uh, oh, don't use overrated music musicals for audition songs. I know, and I was young and I didn't know that at the time. I've found better audition pieces, but yes I used that would be enough for an audition I piece. I
0: used uh I used History Has Its Eyes on You for a well, Honor Choir audition. Well, that's
1: choir. That's choir. That's not yeah. I I used beer. that as an
0: Honor Choir audition, which uh, the Honor Choir audition everybody got into, so I didn't really need to put work into my audition, which kind of made me feel a little uh, <laughs> undervalued. Because it's like, wow, feels. I stayed up super late preparing for this audition, and you just let everyone in? Thanks for that.
1: I know exactly how that feels. I, I think I think that I think all the audition process. I know process exactly how was, that
0: feels. <laughs> I think the audition process was more. Will are you willing to do this, and not just who's going to sign up all willy nilly? So
1: yeah,
0: that was fun. So yeah, that's how I got into Hamilton. I listened to it a lot in 2017, like
1: a lot,
0: a lot, a lot. Like I memorized the entire album, all thirty nine or forty songs, however many there are. I still have them all memorized to this day. And after twenty seventeen I kinda casually listened after that. Like I, I would listen to a couple songs here and there and then once they announced the Hamilton film or the movie Then we all coming, came back. <laughs> and everybody was like, Alright, let's start listening to Hamilton again and then I did that and then obviously it came out on Disney Plus and I have watched it uh twice. Well, yeah twice and i'm about halfway through a third rewatch so i love hamilton needless to say (laughs) and yeah that's that's all i have to say about me getting into hamilton so before we jump into like the favorites and stuff i want to brainstorm this idea of because disney was originally supposed to release it into a theater like into a movie theater and you pay to go see it and blah, blah 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 but then a pandemic happened Mm -hmm. and they didn't and they were like you know what put it on Disney Plus instead and it kind of makes you wonder like are they really in it for the money because if they were in Hamilton for the money they would have just not changed they would have just not changed anything and they would have sent it right to the theaters on October whatever 2021 when it was supposed to come out Mm -hmm. but now because of the pandemic they were like you know what how about July 4th weekend we drop Hamilton on Disney Plus. Yeah. And apparently the shareholders and investors really liked that idea. And also Disney Plus has been the only thing holding the Walt Disney Company up right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, it begs to differ, or it, it begs the question, because for your, as many people as you want, so like me, who has a Disney Plus account, I pay the six ninety nine dollars a month. For me, I could let 50 people use my Disney Plus to watch Hamilton at no cost to them, and it's just my 6.99 every month. Yeah. So, how much cuz I know they bought the rights to Hamilton for 75 million dollars? Yeah. And now they're just portioning it out to 6.99 a month, but that 6.99 gets Diversified into other things like the Mandalorian, High School the Musical, the Musical, the series, the Disney Plus original series.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But it gets diversified to other things. Bringing
1: back Disney fairy tale weddings. Okay, carry on.
0: They are bringing it back.
1: (gasps) Really? There's gonna be third season?
0: Yeah, they confirmed a third season a long time ago. Yes. It's just I don't know how they're gonna do that because there's not a lot of weddings happening right now. Yeah, that's true. So, don't know where you're gonna get your weddings there. (laughs) But they'll figure it out. They're Disney. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it it just makes me wonder, would a theater release have been... well, Well, obviously, a theater release would have been better financially, yes. But I think, personally, they should have, instead of releasing it in October 2021, they should have waited until the theaters reopened after the pandemic and then... Put it out in theaters but then, maybe for, wait for Thanksgiving Hamilton. or Christmas. We were gonna have to wait anyway. Mm. I'm saying if they didn't release it on Disney Plus at all, like if they just didn't go with that route at all, and they still wanted to make that theater money, because that would be actually that that's not a bad idea. That would be a really good way to kickstart the theater economy again, and Disney makes mad money off of that. And then eventually they put it on Disney Plus. Instead of releasing, instead of you know like making a DVD or whatever, they just put it on Disney Plus. I'd be okay with that, because yeah. who really goes out and buys DVDs now anyway?
1: See, I, I I can agree with that. Um, experience wise, like, you know, like for the viewers' experience, you know, like going well, to obviously movie Broadway Theater, is going
0: to be best. Yeah. For viewers,
1: let's talk about pros and cons of pro shots. So, there's always. So it is amazing, you know, to have a pro shot of Hamilton or Newsies or Cats, which is a good musical. I'm gonna say it. The movie's horrible, but Cats is an amazing musical. Or Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, or
0: Jesus Christ or, Superstar. Yeah,
1: whatever. Andrew Weber Webber has like all of his musicals recorded. Um, so like, it is great to have pro shots, you know, on hand. Let's say it's a rainy day, and it's like I want to watch. Annie. So, you go on Disney Plus and you watch Annie. I know that's a movie, but you know what I mean. Um, But, as a theater person, I would... You know, after seeing Hamilton, I still want to go see Hamilton in person. Because... mm, How do I say this? Going in person to watch theater is an experience. Like, it can... Because I feel like... you know how emotional Hamilton can be, you know, um, like with yeah. the death of Philip and, you know, that whole act too, basically. Um, and so it can be, like, really emotional. I'm sure you can feel that emotion, but it is one thing to, like, see it right in front of your eyes on a stage and, like, you know, depending how close or far away you are from the stage, like... It's it's just an it's an experience, basically. So obviously we all love pro shots, but I would still encourage you to go see the musicals, you know, especially Broadway's in a in a big slump right now. You know, once it reopens. Uh
0: what are you talking about? Broadway does not exist at the moment. I know, uh,
1: it's very sad.
0: Do you think Hamilton will return to Broadway after this?
1: I would hope so. I know Beetlejuice because closed.
0: It's- it's been on Broadway for five years. Oh, I mean, I don't, Phantom of the Opera? I don't the know Opera? the average... Okay, but Phantom of the Opera is <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. It's been a household name for the past decade. Phantom, Lion
1: King has been on for a long time. Aladdin has been going for a long time. So,
0: Hamilton I wonder... can make it up there, honestly. Okay, hold on. Does Disney own... I wonder what rights to Hamilton they own. Yeah, like... Because but, I've seen people I don't think be it's
1: like, considered a Disney musical.
0: I I well no, because it wasn't published. No, by Disney, it was published by someone. I else. I think
1: just the rights to stream it, or you know. I
0: think they own the film rights, like the yeah. pro shot. They own the rights to that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it because people are like, oh, Disney should turn the American Adventure in Magic Kingdom to something Hamilton themed, which you know I am totally that'd be, down that'd be for cool. that. Is that. Or, I have to think maybe, about family friendly. Okay, but, hear me out on this one. It's Hamilton. It's like a condensed version of Hamilton because you can't keep people there for two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. It's a condensed version of Hamilton, <laughs> but it's with the Muppets.
1: <gasps> yes. Yes.
0: Now, yes. <laughs> you have, okay, the American Adventure is at Epcot and you know what's right there in the American Pavilion? Regal Eagle Steakhouse. Which is, or Smokehouse, not Steakhouse. Or maybe it is Steakhouse. I don't know. Uh But it is a Muppets-themed or Muppets-inspired restaurant. Now put Muppets-themed Hamilton right there next to it. And you're talking about, I actually want to go to America in Epcot now. Instead (laughs) of just walking straight past it. That would be great. It's genius. They have this they have this property, and they need to do something with it. Yeah. Because, you know, they paid $75 million for it, and I guarantee you they're going to do more with it than just let it sit on Disney+. And we love the
1: Muppets.
0: Oh, also, I, I think it's fair to mention that about two and a half weeks or so before Hamilton dropped on Disney+, uh, they disabled the seven-day free trial for Disney+. Plus.
1: I love that so much. So <laughs> you can no longer
0: just get a seven-day free trial... That's binge so the funny. Mandalorian and Hamilton and call it a day. No, you have to pay the 699 a month, which come on people, it's not that bad. 699 really clever to watch Hamilton and The Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, go for it.
1: I have another pro and con about pro shots. So, something So, you know, as I said, um, you know, it is amazing to go see live theater and experience it for yourself, and how amazing it is, but, you know, you know, theater's expensive, I will say, theater's very expensive, depending where you go, it's very expensive, um, and, you know, something that I love with pro shots is that we get that very close up on their faces, so you can see their emotions, I mean, in theater you have to always act very, you know, out there, and big, and all that, but, you know, depending on where you sit, like, you could be in the back of the theater in, like, a Broadway auditorium, and, like, you wouldn't be able to see their faces really well. It would just be very small. <laughs> but, like, yeah. with pro shots, like, and especially with Hamiltons specifically, tickets are so expensive, and if you want to see Hamilton for a good price, you would be sitting in the back. Um, and you wouldn't be able to see their faces really well. But being able to, like, you know, seeing the faces and, like, what else is happening in the background. And I want to talk about that a little bit later. But, um, but yeah, it's just really cool that you can see different things with pro shots.
0: Yeah, I agree. And the the cinematography was really good. Oh, it was. It was amazing. For Hamilton. And you can tell they definitely put a lot of time and effort into that like making sure the cameras are moving properly and you have all of your right angles depending on what's going on in the shot and, mm-hmm. you know, close-ups when it's intense or wide shots when it's there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And they just really handled all of that camera work really well. Yeah. So, and I, I thought of this a couple minutes ago, but to respond to your point of, like, seeing Broadway in person as an experience mm-hmm. and seeing, like, a pro shot or a pirated version is not the same... That's basically how it is for movies, especially um, to use Avengers Endgame as an example. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can be spoiled online or watch a pirated version, but you're, it's never going to be the same as that opening night reaction with all of the oh, Marvel yeah. fans there. I talked about this in the last episode yeah. of the podcast with Jackson, but you'll never get that same experience of just mm-hmm. all of those crazy MCU fans in one theater like reacting to this that's going on that we've all been waiting for Mm -hmm. you can't get that experience by just watching it on your tv at home Mm -hmm. and i think that's something to say is like yeah you can watch it at home but you definitely should if you really do care about it you should go see it like go see the broadway production or go see the movie like you should go out and see those things because it's You'll, you're not going to get the same experience just sitting home and watching it. Now, I did yeah, really love Hamilton. Unite
1: when theater people unite and watch something. It's it's an experience. I I'll say that. <laughs> like
0: the only experience uh, I would think of from theater people is shh, no. stop singing along. Shut up.
1: Okay, that shh. that does happen. But then there's also because like, and I'm pretty sure like when they recorded some of Hamilton, they did it in an empty theater because. At the opening number, i pretty sure every single time when it's like, What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. And then the theater. And then there's a long erupts. pause
0: because the, the theater. theater
1: erupts. erupts and they're all and cheering. And then it goes.
0: Or they just told them to, yeah, hey, shut they, up.
1: Yeah. So yeah. But it, it's fun being, you know, around fellow minded theater people and watching a show together.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's It's really, you gotta think about, like,. Just being around the same people. Because it's different, you know, seeing a movie opening night than it is seeing it three weeks later with people who are just kind of lounging around like, oh, I had nothing better to do today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it, it just depends on the crowd and the, and the audience and the reaction. It all depends on that. Yeah. So that was my little response to that. Now oh,
1: And also, um, a, kind of a con to Pro Shots is, yes, you get those... Um, very good close-ups, but sometimes, like I like doing in live theaters, I like to watch the ensemble sometimes. I mean, of course, watch the main characters, but I love watching the ensemble too, like what they're doing in the background, because I have been an ensemble member, and you know, you put so much thought into like, oh, what am I going to do in the background of the scene? How am I going to react to this? And from like ensemble member, member to ensemble member, you want to like pay attention to them and, like, see the effort they're making that not a lot of people will see so, and I love, of course the choreography, and we will get to that later, but um, but yeah, I cause, like, sometimes you want to see, like, the wide shot and whole, and not just the close-up, and then sometimes the wide shot, so pros and cons, I guess it's up to the the viewer, but yeah.
0: So talking about I mean, I guess this is part of okay, actually. I'm gonna ask you this question and it's it's kind of a twofold question. Okay. Um so what is your favorite song in the or at least for me I have a different favorite song depending on what I heard in the like the soundtrack recording and then the Hamill film on Disney Plus, my favorite song differs. So yeah. if if yours does differ, what is your favorite like soundtrack recording song and what is your favorite Hamill film on Disney Plus favorite song?
1: Okay, I know my Hamill film, but I'm trying to think of okay. My favorite song Oh, I don't know, they're all so good. Um I mean I can name off a few, like I love Helpless or Um, Burn is a beautiful ballad, um, or, I love, I like What Did I Miss. That's, that's a fun song. I know some people don't like it, but I think it's a fun opening number song. Um, I agree. Now, for the pro shot, my favorite scene and song was Satisfied, because the choreography was so brilliant oh my gosh, was and amazing. incredible. When I first watched it, I because we watched it together and I was like out of my seat. I was like, they are they reversed the choreography from helpless and did it in slow motion and it was just mine boggling and mind blown and i was just so amazed by it and i and of course the song in general is amazing and uh i, I yeah, can't say that's satisfied. Things
0: about it. the satisfied choreography really threw me for a loop because i didn't quite catch on at first but as the song progressed i was like hey wait a minute they did that in the let la- oh mm-hmm. this is repeat oh because that's something you don't get from just listening to the soundtrack, yeah. and there are a lot of moments in the in the pro shot oh, yeah. where, like
1: in Stay Alive, when he was like, he, when he's like explaining what happened, he was writing a letter to Eliza, and like we didn't know that
0: because we didn't see right. it. And there's a lot of moments where listening to soundtrack, you didn't know that was happening. Mm -hmm. There were also a couple times where I didn't know specifically who was singing a lyric. Oh, yeah. I got a couple characters switched. Like in Washington on your side. Yeah. So it was just very, it's very different to only listen to the soundtrack for three years Mm -hmm. or four years, really, and then go to like, oh, so here's the recording and this is what's going on. Because, you know, as I memorized the music and learned it, I would come up with my own little dance moves and choreography that I would do by myself because it was fun Mm -hmm. and then i watched the pro shot and then i saw like some of that choreography was there like when they're talking about uh helping france go to revolution and hamilton's like we signed a a treaty with a king whose head is now in a basket i would always like hold up (laughs) like a head like you're holding up a decapitated head yeah and then he actually did that and then he held up his own head which is something i had done i was so excited That was crazy! I do that! I do that. <laughs> Another weird thing was the soundtrack, obviously professionally recorded, sounds very nice. But then you listen to the pro shot and it sounds so different. And I know oh. it's because it's a live orchestra and like they're singing it live. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, they're in an auditorium, which can be echoey or all kinds of other sound things that's not the same as, oh, we're all in a sound booth together professionally recording an album. So it was just different to hear that difference in audio tone. And some of the notes weren't the same. And they would change up the way lines were delivered because because in the soundtrack, almost every single word is sung. But then when you get to the pro shot... Well, they are singing everything, there are some lines where they slow it down a little bit. So it sounds like they're talking, but they're still rhyming and singing along with those lyrics. And also, uh, I, I know this might be a little premature to bring up, but there is something that's in the, the pro shot of Hamilton that's not in the soundtrack.
1: Oh, and, uh, my gosh. That
0: is the Lawrence uh, interlude. The Lawrence
1: interlude. I which... knew about. Okay, so I got the book. It's like the Hamilton book, and if you don't have it and you want it, please go get it, because it's basically, you know, entire note you have Hamilton, but written out. And then Lynn manuel Miranda, he, like, wrote little side notes next to it, like, this is what this means, and this is what I was kind of relating to here, and it's so amazing. But I saw the Lawrence interlude in there, and I was like, whoa, this is so sad, but pr- really cool, you know?
0: Yeah, I I knew it was coming because he he said on Twitter like, oh here's what's going to be in it, everything's going to be in it, and even stuff you haven't seen before, which would be the Lawrence Interlude. And I knew it was coming, but I had never seen it or heard it before, mm-hmm. and it was just so crazy because Hamilton instead of getting upset and McGloomy's like, you know what, I got a lot of work to do. We gotta go, you know, I gotta go try to help Lawrence do what he was trying to do. Yeah, so. And And also,
1: I didn't see, I knew Hamilton got the letter, but I didn't know that Lafayette and Mulligan got the letter, too. Because they were up on the top up there reading the letter. And I was like, what? They got the letter, too? And, ugh,
0: so sad. It's just so sad. But don't worry, Lawrence isn't dead for a long time (laughs) because he comes back, like, two songs later Mm -hmm. as a nine-year-old. And then a little bit later, he comes back as an adult, and then he dies. Yeah. So, imagine being Anthony Ramos in Hamilton. Like, you get killed twice. That just sucks. Man. But yeah, to to piggyback off of the Lawrence interlude, uh, what comes right after is my favorite song on the soundtrack recording, nonstop. Yeah, I think that might be one of my favorites, too. Which, <laughs> it's just such a good song. Mm-hmm. And I Can I change that? Can can that be my answer to my yeah. favorite song? Yeah. I, yeah. I I can't tell you why. I just like everything that goes on because it's it really shows like Hamilton and Burr's contrast. Hamilton's like, "All right, we got to go, 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 right, right. We got to get all this done." And Burr is like, "Can you take a chill pill, man? <laughs> like we just fought a war. Can you like simmer down a little bit?" He's like, "No, I got to work. Got to write 51 essays. Um uh, and keep going, you know." Yeah. So and one thing I noticed in the recording of Nonstop on the Hamill film is if you look at Burr, in and this kind of goes for Burr across the board, every time he talks about Hamilton and kind of describes what he's doing, he has like this... He's smiling, but it's kind of like that I'm really agitated and I'm yeah. just trying to keep up appearances smile because he hates everything Hamilton is doing and he's jealous because he wants to be in the room where it happens. Yeah. So it's just interesting because that kind of characterization doesn't come through.
1: And it progresses throughout the show because you're not like near like act one and stuff. Like he's talking to, you know, I mean, he still has that same smile, but like It slowly progresses into a more But then, like, you get to obedient servant, and he's just, like, done. He's mad. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I think, because, like I said, that kind of characterization doesn't come through on a soundtrack when you're just listening to the audio. You can hear the agitation in his voice, but it's not quite there without all of the visuals and the camera movement and the lighting and all of that. Like, wait for it. While it's not my favorite song, I really like it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wait for I love it.
1: The chairs.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so great. <laughs> it's great on recording, but when you actually can see it and mm-hmm. see what's going on, it is so much better mm-hmm. than just listening to it. Yeah. So, but yes, my favorite soundtrack song is nonstop. My favorite. Uh, film song is "What Did I Miss?" Because oh,
1: yes,
0: it is just so great, and this is going to lead into the next point. Yes, or the next, the next thing. Uh, Thomas Jefferson and Lafayette, you know, Daveed uh, Daveed
1: Diggs Digs. Everyone, we love him. Is my
0: favorite character in all of Hamilton. I think so too, because he is just so <laughs> vibrant and. He really has like not a commanding presence on screen, but you know he's there because of all of his character movement and the so way he just funny. carries himself on stage. As Lafayette, he's more kind of like, you know, he's kind of out there. Mm-hmm. He's kind of just like, yeah, I'm here. Look just... at me, everybody. Yeah. And he can
1: rap. Guns yes! and Ships, incredible.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I love I love him. He's so just. Mm,
1: I I'm curious beautiful. like. I mean if anyone knows like comment or something did Thomas Jefferson in real life have a bad leg?
0: I think he did.
1: Okay. Cuz Madison was sick, I knew that. But I don't know, like 'cause cuz like you you pointed it out to me cuz I never no- noticed that he was like limping and stuff. Yeah, and he
0: has a cane that he brings around too. Mhm. Most people back back then did not have a cane for fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Like they were not just like Oh, but me. he
1: used it for fun.
0: <laughs> I think I'm so cool. Um so yeah, what did I miss? And just that whole piece in general. And the way Thomas Jefferson gets introduced is he's just like, I'm just coming back from doing all my great work in France. I am back. And and then he and then right Madison's like, war. Hey, by the way, Hamilton's ruining everything. We need some help. He's like Yikes. Okay. And then just the way his character, well, I guess I'm transferring into my favorite character. Uh, the way his character is brought throughout, like he really doesn't like Hamilton, but when it is, but when it is, um, convenient for him, he is a Hamilton supporter. Like when they want to move capital, the Mm Capitol, he's like, okay, you know what? Hamilton's not bad. Mm -hmm. He's like, I know you hate him, Let's hear what he has to say. say. So, and then, oh man, actually, well, now I'm torn on my favorite song because I also love "We Know," because Mm. the the mm, just the sass that comes through on that song from all three of them. What? By the way, (laughs) Burr, Madison, and Jefferson are a mean girls trio, and I cannot be told otherwise. It's just true. It's true. Because they straight up bully Hamilton, and it's mm, just so sad, so sad. But it's but it's great at the same time. So on the
1: topic of Davy Diggs and Jefferson, um, he's just so funny. Like, and I love his like little bits because like his like like, hopping on the table, (laughs) hopping (laughs) on the table is the best part. Um, and also, um, in Washington on your side, like, you can tell he's about to say something and then Burr comes in. He's like, "What?
0: how'd you get here? This is my son. And also, when he's like, you can see his thought process of putting things together. Yes. When he's like, I'm in the cabinet, I need to resign. He's like, wait a minute. And like, everything starts clicking in his head. And you kind of get that in the recording. But when you see it on his face, he's just kind of confused. And then everything starts to make sense and the light bulb goes off in his head. Oh, and oh. his little, uh, his little, like, just his whole performance of "What Did I Miss?" when he's back and he's like hopping around and running around. I love around, his little kicks. all excited. I love his and, kicks. <laughs> and then, um, in the Reynolds pamphlet, when he's like hopping on the table, oh, the Reynolds is pamphlet he the, is hilarious. Is he the one who ran around like fanning the paper yes. in the air? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just that's so just something Jefferson fanning out everything. <laughs> And then Hamilton also hates him because in One Last Time, Hamilton's like, uh, whatever it is, Jefferson started it. It's Jefferson's fault, not mine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just going to pin everything on you because you don't like me and I don't like you.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, and he's so sassy and sarcastic.
0: because, like, yes.
1: oh, we can change that. You know what? Because I'm the president.
0: <laughs> like, he's so happy and giddy about it. And then he gets in Burr's face and he's like, because I'm the president. <laughs> it's bad. so
1: Funny, and of course the cabinet battles are oh
0: hilarious and really good. also the fact that they had microphones in the cabinet battle And the audience participation which we did love audience not, participation kind of neither well the audience participation would have existed back then but it's kind of the breaking the fourth wall in a sense definitely would not but yeah even though they have microphones it didn't really take me out of because you know it's just kind of you got to go yeah. along with it. Because it's it's supposed to be a a rap battle. battle. And it's a great rap battle, by the way. Uh Uh-huh. Both of them are. It's amazing. Okay. Now, we've done favorite character, favorite song. But what was your favorite scene from the Hamill film? I guess scene is
1: number, I guess. Well, satisfied. Um... Yorktown was re they performed that at the Tony's, so I saw that, but that's really well put together. Also, Room Where It Happens. I love the choreography from that. Um I just love all the choreography in the show. It's so good. Um really one thing in Room Where It Happens, I point this out every time, but for some reason I really love it when Burr's standing on the table and he jumps and they pull the tablecloth. And I just feel like that's really cool. Um,
0: That is very cool.
1: Also, um, I know these were kind of bland, but King George was really funny. Like, I know a lot wasn't happening on stage. I know it was kind of a break for all of the actors and ensemble members to, you know, drink some water and all that. But it was...
0: And, you know, to just let Jonathan Groff spit on everyone.
1: Oh, that was, that was, I never realized he would do that. Um, but it's so, he was really funny. Like, his emotions were subtle, but they were really funny. Especially in Act 2. Um, for... Ah, yes,
0: when he gets to take the big robe off and he can actually move around.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I saw this in, in a backstage thing. But, like, apparently his crown, because the reason why he moves so slowly... Uh, in Act 1, because one, his cape and his crown was so heavy on him, so, yeah. But, like, in, um, I like how he kind of comes back, like, in Act 2, because in the Reynolds pamphlet, and
0: what's... still there.
1: What's the song in the Act 2?
0: The Adams administration? Yeah.
1: Well, the song he sings.
0: Oh! Um... I'm it's not You'll out. Be Back.
1: Well, there's... Uh, it's yeah. I Know Him. I Know Him, thank you. So I Know Him was really good. And then he just... He sits down and he just watches everything. And he starts, you know, jamming out with everyone. And then he comes back during the Reynolds pamphlet. And he does that drop with the paper, which was amazing. Um, and he just starts... It's really funny. It's very what funny. What comes
0: next is his other song.
1: Mm-hmm, Yeah. Jonathan Groff did an amazing job with that. And also, he actually is in the ending scene. I think he changes into, you know, to look like the rest of the ensemble.
0: Yeah. I think... See, because I didn't know he stuck around for the Reynolds pamphlet. Yeah. Like, I didn't know he was there. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that was very interesting to see that he was there. Although, I guess he would have known that, so...
1: Yeah. Well... This will kind of lead to the next thing, but what do you think about the choreography? Because I, I, I am a choreographer, so I have lots of opinions, and I kind of already expressed them. But what do you think?
0: I, I thought the choreography was really good. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously not a huge, like, dance choreographer. Mm-hmm. My choreography experience relates literally to fighting and fighting alone for, you know, coming up with story ideas and stuff. But it was very interesting to see how they intertwined fight choreography with dance choreography, Mm -hmm. especially for something like Ten Duel Commandments, where it's literally a duel. But it's also, we're in a musical, so we kind of need to be moving around and dancing. But they also, you know, they intertwine those. And let me bring it up now. Their beautiful, beautiful use of the turntable on the stage. I was so shocked when it when it first turned, I was just like, oh, the stage it spins I know <laughs> and it was so cool to see it spin and then there's there's just one shot in ten dual commandments where like everybody's rotating while they're singing, and then you have Lawrence and Charles Lee, and they're kind of like circling each other, and then they come in and then they do the they count up. And there's this shot as they're counting up and walking apart. The camera goes directly above and moves down on them, and then it switches so that you can see Lawrence as he shoots um, Lee. Yeah. And that just that whole way they handled that was so beautiful. And also, I know I already brought it up, but the choreography for Satisfied, ten out of ten, Amazing. was beautiful. I. It was just, just a really cool scene Angelica's to watch. Angelica's
1: character in general is great. Yes.
0: <laughs> Angelica just absolutely rejecting Hamilton at one point. Like, that's so sad for him. But, you know, you kind of cheated on your wife, so you deserve it. Yeah. So, I can't, I can't think of any other instances where the choreography really, like, blew my mind. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, well. Well,
0: Guns and Ships. And, oh, one little bit of choreography that I I don't dislike 15? it. I don't dislike this bit of choreography, but i in my head I saw it going a little differently was the end of nonstop when all of the voices start Oh I thought that swirling was cool. around I thought it was cool, but in my head, I always saw Hamilton standing in the middle of the turntable and then all of those other voices standing around him and spinning and then Every time he says, my shot, someone steps off the turntable. And then eventually it's just him and it spins around and he does that pose where, you know, he puts his hand in the air. Because that's the last song in Act 1. Huh. Yeah. So that would be a way to end Act 1. But I'm not... I mean, I don't hate the way it was Well, I like
1: how they... The use of the... They turned the... The stairs. I like that. Um, Yeah.
0: Well,
1: my opinion on well obviously you've heard a lot of it but um i thought it was brilliant and i thought some was very well thought out like for example the girl who played the bullet um see and i cannot remember her name but um but she she was the one who was the bullet but this is what's really cool so after the song you'll be back There's that little instrumental where, like, the guy's playing the, the drum, and the girl who plays the bullet is the one that gets killed. Right after that, she symbolizes death. Yeah. Because she shook Lawrence's hand after, well, first she helped kill the guy in Yorktown, but then he shook Lawrence's hand, and Lawrence died in the interlude. And then she was the bullet in Stay Alive that went right over his head. And then she was the actual bullet in uh, The World Was Wide Enough. And I just think that is so cool. And I I pointed it out to to someone. They were like, whoa, that's amazing. Um, So yeah, like, the way that they just thought everything out, like, so in-depth. Like, there's always, like, these tiny little bits. Like how like people were like up on the top singing and it just now it all means something and I just think it's really cool
0: yeah I agree I that thinking something like that out takes a lot of talent and obviously oh, Lin-Manuel yeah. Miranda is a very talented person so I can't remember the first name but it was very good and also like the actual like
1: dancy dancy choreography like the lifts. I love lifts like in helpless and satisfied. I love lifts so much. Um and the cool thing they did in The World Was Wide Enough with the bullet. That was really cool. Um and also I liked um what was it? Um Room Where It Happened at the very end. The especially the click boom and the the use of lighting was really good too with the squares and at the very yeah. end where it's like just on and it's really cool
0: yeah another okay another piece of choreography i wanted to point out that really blew me away was in hurricane when yes! all of the different that ensemble so cool. people grabbed a different item and they were spinning around hamilton that looked amazing like he's in the middle of a hurricane and it was just and how mariah so reynolds good. was in there too yep because she was part of that and mariah reynolds is in the first song alexander hamilton she's in there too as part of the people who say i loved him Mm -hmm. speaking of which say no to this i thought it was good i i don't know if that's a good thing to say but (laughs) it's a it's a good song and i i like it ironically i'm not like oh yeah, this song is great because everybody should cheat on their wife. No, no. no, I like it ironically because I just, I think I, it was always a fun song to listen to because at one point I memed it and I made like a TikTok or something with Halloween candy and I used that song in the background. So I like it more as a meme of the like, say no to this. I can't. My mind is trying to go but my, oh. You just gotta like meme it. It's so... Also, in that song, um, it sounds different
1: in the, um, in the pro shot than the recording because it kind of just sounds like the ensemble saying, no, no, but in the pro shot, it sounds like they're going, no, don't do it! Like, you can hear them say, like, no, stop, don't do that, you know? So you can, like, right. hear it in their voices, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely a good part of it. And I want to just throw this out there. It is my personal... I don't want to say headcanon because I sound like a cringy 12 year old on Tumblr, but it is my personal headcanon that uh, Peggy Schuyler changed her name, married James Reynolds and used her influence to Mm -hmm. uh, ruin Eliza's marriage because everybody forgets about Peggy after the Schuyler sisters song. Mm -hmm. So that's just me. Sharing a personal in, idea?
1: In real life she died. She died uh, not young but
0: Peggy. Younger,
1: yeah. Oh that Yeah, it's that's true. that's unfortunate. Yeah. There's like I, I don't remember the whole story, but she like I don't I don't think this is how she died, but there is a story how she like saved one of her like infant siblings or something. I and don't then know. she died. Yeah, I don't know how she died, but yeah.
0: That's why Peggy Schuyler was never mentioned again.
1: Yeah, and then Angelica did move to London. And I talked to my aunt about this, and apparently, because some people say, like, oh, um, like, it's just, like, in the musical, like, Angelica and Alexander were flirtatious, but no, apparently, like, letters they sent, they did sound a bit flirtatious, so who knows? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, who's to say if they you know had a thing? Yeah so I think that's it for talking points
1: I I want to talk about the ending.
0: Oh so, Oh yeah, the ending is great
1: mm-hmm. So this is so you know after um, who lives who dies who tells your story, I think it's amazing how Eliza comes back and you know, put herself back in the narrative and told a story, and she's constantly asking herself, did I do enough? Did I do enough? I want them to, you know, I want a story to be told, I want our story to be, tell, to be told. And then, this is from what I've heard, this is not me, I saw this video somewhere, so people think, and I don't know if this is true or not, that, you know, um, it's only a matter of time, and then they're all singing the time, and then when quote hamilton comes back it's actually lynn seeing him which i don't know how that would work for other productions because sometimes lynn manuel miranda isn't the one you know i think doing
0: it it's i think it's a personal thing
1: yeah because and i think
0: that's how he wrote it mm -hmm. was to be like up to your personal interpretation like this ending where it's Lynn who comes out and takes her hand and shows her like look then, I told your story mm-hmm. to all these people. I think personally for me that's how I Yeah. receive the and ending. And if it's
1: not Lynn, it's as at the end I think it's Eliza like in you know, a or it's Hamilton taking her hand and showing him or showing her Look at what the Lynn Manuel no Miranda did. And then she sees like everyone, just like and then she does that big gasp like oh, my story was told, you
0: know. Yeah.
1: I think that's so sweet how she started the orphanage and obviously forgave her cheating husband. That's also amazing.
0: saw this on TikTok. Mm-hmm. God forbid, but uh, Eliza is the only one in Hamilton who does not rap because yes! she has the most time to tell her story, and that just breaks my heart mm-hmm. because that you can't play with my emotions I like know. that. Uh, such We're sad. Such-
1: Oh, really quick about Eliza. Her character's just amazing. Um like okay, ever since I listened to um Stay Alive Reprise and It's Quiet Uptown, I I've always just wanted to see it. And I finally got got to see it. And first off, her scream at the end of Stay Alive Reprise is just heart shattering. It's just Yeah, it's because a mom just lost her kid. Like, that's a... That's a pain no one wants to go through, and it's horrible. Um, so there's that, and then, um, in It's Quiet Uptown, she doesn't, because she said, I'm taking myself out of the narrative, and which is probably why Angelica is singing that song, um, and, um... The way she like she just has like a blank stare until she's like it's quiet uptown and then hamilton breaks and then they're f- you know they're forgiven and it's just so sweet
0: <laughs> it's just a great scene or a great and then great i
1: thought scene. it was really funny because um, it goes into the election of 1800 and i didn't know this happened when Jefferson's can we get like, back
0: to politics please yo
1: i didn't know madison was crying and i thought that was funny <laughs>
0: He's like, please? Just so sad. He's like, please. Uh, that's, that's a meta joke. Let's break in the fourth wall. We're like, everybody's sad and they're like, can we, can we get okay. back to what we're here for? Please. <laughs> please. Uh, so, yeah. So, unless you have anything else to add, um, we're going to jump into a new segment because apparently podcasts are supposed to have reoccurring segments. So that's cool. Um, today, or this is, um, it's. Q&A, feedback and talking points what? and just like general
1: things. We get Q&A. Things.
0: Yeah. Whoa. So, if you would like to con- if you would like to contribute and have yourself heard in here, you can either go to my Instagram or Twitter and just shoot me a DM and be like, "Hey, this is, you know, like send your question or whatever." Or the day before, I start recording a podcast. I'll post on my Instagram a questions box and you can submit it there. So, my Instagram, linked in the description, all that kind of stuff, as usual. So, I have quite a few things here. And then I have one person who literally just submitted a ton of Hamilton puns based off of Hamilton's name. Oh, I cannot wait. So, we'll get to that. Oh, I can't wait. But first, um, from Jackson, he asks, is there anything I should know before watching Hamilton for the first time? So, Uh what do you think someone should know before watching Hamilton for the first Um time?
1: Well, it's PG thirteen, <laughs> so you know if you have kids, um, you know there's obviously the stuff and say no to this. Some swears they bleep out,
0: but f don't worry because they don't say the f word. Yeah,
1: they bleep out the f word.
0: They just use a record scratch that sounds exactly like the f word. It's
1: quite funny, honestly. It's big um, brain energy. Yeah. So keep that in mind. It's a. It's definitely for older audiences. Um, but no, like, it, it's good. Um, I don't know. What, what would you say to that?
0: I think, well, obviously, go into it with a lot of time because it's two hours and 40 minutes long. And oh, also, yeah. they sing the whole time.
1: Yeah, no, Give this isn't or take. This isn't your normal musical. Like this yeah. is a full entirety. Like think of Joseph if you're familiar. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat where there is no scenes. Like there are no just talking points. It is all sung through. So Exactly. Yeah.
0: So it's like that and they sing the whole time. So, but other than that, I think that's all you need to know. If you're if you're listening to the album on Spotify or whatever, it's it's a great listen, but if you're watching on Disney Plus, it's also a great watch. Very fun, enjoyable, and honestly, you probably could watch it with your whole family, give or take. Really young it siblings. It depends. It
1: depends on what you think they can handle or what they should yeah. see. It's a. It's personal. up to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Zoe asks, "What is your favorite King George moment?" Oh, boy. Uh, he doesn't have a lot, but oh man for me personally it's when he's singing you'll be back and he's singing the final chorus like right before (laughs) he starts the da 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 again and he kind of like shrugs and is like everybody and then the ensemble and then they all do it yeah so that that was my favorite and also you know spitting on people because that's just oh my gosh great yeah that was funny
1: um I liked that I liked when he did, um, I feel blue, and then it turned blue. Stomps his foot. Um, and I also liked, um, I liked the Adams administration and Reynolds pamphlet. That was probably
0: my favorite moment. Uh, next is Robert, who says, I don't get why people like Hamilton so much. Well, Megan, why do you think people like Hamilton so much?
1: I think people like Hamilton. Obviously, it's up to your personal preference. But I think they like it because it's different. It's different from your typical musical, like Anything Goes or whatever musical. Um, It's different because it's all sung through, and it's rap, and you don't see a rap hip-hop musical very often. Like, it's very out of the ordinary and that's what kinda intrigues people so much is because, you know, people who like rap music or hip hop music, they hear this and it's like, wow, this is really good. So it kinda gets them into it and maybe and since Hamilton kinda just, you know, blew up, you know, like everyone loved it. And then everyone's telling everyone like, Hey, go watch Hamilton. Come come listen to Hamilton, you know. And then it just, the popularity spread, and I think that's what got it so popular. Um, so yeah, that's why I think a lot of people like it so much.
0: Yeah, I, I'm i inclined to agree. It It's a very easy, it's, even if you're not a musical theater nerd, it is kind of an easy thing to get into. Mm-hmm. Because it does follow some of the stereotypical musical tropes, but not all of them. So, you don't have to be a super duper theater nerd to get it, mm-hmm. but you also don't have to, like, you can get into it if you aren't a theater nerd. And I think that's probably why people like it so much, is because it's not this thing where you're like, oh, I have to be a theater nerd. Yeah, to like,
1: in, this. in contrast to Newsies, because we have a pro on Newsies and it's on Disney Plus. So, like, with Newsies, it's your typical contemporary, like, upbeat with some ballads in there it's your it's kind of like your typical musical where it has blocking scenes and then your choreography scenes where you know you talk and then you break out and it's a song you know that's kind of like what a typical musical is um but with this it's like it's all sung through and there's no stopping point it's just kind of all singing so that's yeah. what kind
0: of differs it So the last question is from Melissa, and she asks, do you think things would have been different if Hamilton married Angelica instead of Eliza? Uh,
1: Yes.
0: Yes? Um, Maybe he wouldn't have cheated on his wife. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe the roles would have just been reversed, and he would have been like, man. I like Eliza. (laughs) I want Eliza. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe he doesn't know what he wants. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? And, and it's one of those things, it's like, this is based on U.S. history. Yeah. So it's not really something you can do more than speculate yeah. with.
1: I will say it would be different for Eliza because she liked Hamilton. And if Eliza, yeah. I mean, sorry, if Angelica would have just already taken hamilton she would have you know in the song she would have said that she's fine but she's not and she would just be sad so but yeah. that kind of happened to angelica so exactly yeah, who
0: knows it's like a, it was a it was a win-lose situation yeah so if you if you can handle it get ready for oh boy. seven <sighs> hamilton puns oh boy. sent in by eli first up uh recently became a saint. Alexander hasn't sinned. How do you like your sandwich made? Alexander Hammond Swiss. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no longer a virgin. Alexander has a kid. What? How do you like your eggs cooked? Alexander scramble them. Oh. <laughs> never, lo- never lost a single fight. Alexander champion. What? Has a weird love has a love for weird guitars, Alexander Mandolin. I think I and and, and finally, uh get yourself a problem, he can Alexander Handle It. <laughs> <Alexander> I'm <Hamlin. laughs> Those those were all submitted by the same person and just, I didn't get some of them. <laughs> there's so many Well, it's supposed to be like he's rhyming the last name. Oh. So like Alexander Scramblem sounds like Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Kind of. So that was, that was really good. But yeah, Finchuk, if you want thank to, you,
1: thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank you for everyone who did send things in. If you want to send things in, you can check out my Instagram. There'll be more on that there and you'll know when you can and can't submit stuff. So with that being said, I think that concludes our podcast on mm-hmm. uh, Alexander Hamilton, the great. <laughs> the
1: great, no. Yeah,
0: n- <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that can- <laughs> That Alexander concludes... the Great,
1: that's, that's the sequel right there. Alexander Except the Except we're going back in time.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, so that concludes our podcast episode on Hamilton, an American musical, now streaming ooh, ooh. on Disney Plus. Here's, here's a question
1: for the viewer If oh. you were to do a musical off of any historical figure, who would it be?
0: I can't answer that question. I'll get kicked off of Spotify because i I think you know who i would do it on but i can't say it
1: no i can't think of it sorry
0: walt disney obviously oh
1: yeah could you
0: imagine why hasn't disney done that yet just a walt disney musical (laughs) all about the creation of mickey mouse and disneyland and disney world and all of or most of the disney princesses why hasn't that been done yet disney Mm. get on that a little crazy I can't, that you I can't been. think of
1: one for me, honestly. Um, I I don't know. What do you What do you think? What would I, you
0: don't have a que- You don't have an answer to your own question.
1: No, I don't know. I came up with the question just to ask, and now I don't even have an, my own answer.
0: But yeah, seems like you don't have. I don't way. have enough. Another... You don't have an answer to your own question, so that's I would interesting. Safely...
1: Let's just do a Thomas Jefferson. Since we love Thomas Jefferson so much, just give him right, his own get, musical.
0: Can we get Davy Diggs back?
1: Yes, that would be so good. You know, shows his journey to Jefferson, brands. an
0: American musical. Yeah,
1: there we go. Okay, that that's I'm the down answer. for that.
0: All right, well, that is the end of our Hamilton podcast. You have your question of the week, I suppose, which would be what historical figure or point of time in history would you make a musical on you can answer that by sending me an instagram dm or twitter dm or whatever uh thank you megan with no h you're for welcome. coming on and talking about me. hamilton
1: thank you for having me
0: we are definitely going to have you back at some point and the next podcast will be out when it is out um you can obviously follow me on instagram and twitter and if you're listening on youtube you can subscribe to the youtube channel but if you're listening to the audio only version, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify, Apple podcast, all that stuff. So with that being said, thank you for listening to the two Nerds podcast. And I will talk to everyone next time. Peace out. Bye.